The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to my brother, my brother, and me, the device show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis. Oh, no, no, I'm Griffin McElroy. Travis, what's, what's the matter, partner? What's wrong? Uh, I I didn't get the call. You know, uh, today when we're recording this, huh. it's the first uh, official game of the NFL 2020 season. Oh, once again, no. Yeah, once again, I didn't make the cut. Oh, oh no. Man, yeah. You've been practicing so hard. Yeah. You but got I that tire. I don't get to feel up the pigskin and you can't fondle the pig and you can't, you yeah. got the tire in the backyard that you throw the football through. I flip the tire <sighs> and then I throw the football through it. And uh, then you and then do I a run around and I catch stomp it. Stomp through it. You ha- most yeah. of your practice is tire based. I remember when me and Justin and you were playing out in the field and you found yeah. that tire and you picked it up yeah. and you said, now I can play football. Um, well, it was a magical tire or else what was it doing in that field? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there wasn't a car for miles. We were confused when you said, this tire is the key to football. Um, yeah. But n- then we watched you practice with it. You worked so yeah. hard. Your body looks so crazy. And I didn't, I didn't get, I didn't, I didn't get the call. Um, I didn't get the call. And uh, so another season, and I thought this year, you know, is like COVID nineteen's out there, and so maybe, maybe they'll need more people. Yeah, uh, maybe it'll be, uh, like that that situation where that one bartender from Philadelphia, and they were like, "Hey, you, oh, uh, you yeah. come play for us," but nobody called me. That movie's wild because it's like. If this fucking dude could play football, why not Travis right. with his magic tire? Right. Oh, I didn't get the call. God, man. Uh, I waited. I waited by the phone uh, every day. I even drafted myself to my ding dang fantasy football league. And now I look <laughs> yeah. like a total tit. Yeah, you're probably not going to get many points off your own, yeah. your own sweatier, yeah. your brow. Trav, they I'm won't sorry. Let me, they won't let me write in my points. Say like, well, today I played touch football and I scored three touchdowns so that's 20 this, w- this should have been your year though it should have been, been. Yeah. if not this year you know if no one's even year. gonna be watching you know what I mean because like they can't go to the stadium no right and so no, you would no, think no. that they would be like let's try some weird stuff this year this would be the year for like a donkey that kicks field goals right if they're right? ever gonna do it <laughs> yeah the, or Tony Danza, the incredible field goal kicking garbage man. What is that? No, I think you nailed that. I think that's what you're talking about. Um, I mean, th- th- baseball's having fun with that. I don't know if you guys have been keeping track. I'm not one to follow the sports news, but I did see a story today that the Atlanta Braves won a game yesterday with a big 29 runs. So it feels wow. kind of like they were just like, guys, let's just have fucking fun. This doesn't right. count. None of this counts. Let's just have fun with it. Why don't you throw a few few uh, slow boys down the plate? Let me get a few grand salamis 
And Did next guys- game, I'll let you do it because none of this fucking counts or matters. It has just occurred to me that there was never an equivalent of like rookie of the year, but for like the NFL, where it's like, hey, that nine year old threw that football pretty good. Get him in here or the, <laughs> with all these like four hundred pound men. Or I mean, in the in the NFL version of rookie of the year, he would be huge. Like, and that would be his thing is that he is just, he would be a def- he would be like a linebacker, and he would be the Hulk. He would be, but he's like ten. But he's ten years. He's a four hundred pound ten year old, just monster, absolute unit of a lad. <laughs> The garbage-picking, field-goal-kicking Philadelphia Phenomenon Love it. is the full name of the film starring Tony Danza as a garbage man that is good at football. And that's got to have great SEO, you know what I mean? So easy to remember, <laughs> clear to search for. Was the story of that movie, can you believe this professional sanitation worker can also be an athlete? They give, they give an average guy a shot at the NFL why? And they make him the kick. Well, because he's the kicker, so who cares? No, but I mean, right? even then, was it just like, hey, that guy, let's see if he can do it. They or was see there a contest? Him, it, it, I have like <laughs> vaguest fucking fragment of a memory of him kicking uh, like water bottles really far. And they're like, yes, this translates. Yes. <laughs> you are that the guy. Half, half of the players in the real life NFL is because somebody saw them like throwing fish at the fish market or like yeah. tackling a bear. Sometimes, <laughs> say, sometimes, yeah, that guy's very good at tackling. Scouts will sometimes just go to the tire store and yeah, watch how um, people shelf tires and move tires around. And they're like, that's football, baby. Um, the, the end of that film, I pulled up the Wikipedia page to get the right name. At the end of that film, the holder of the football fumbles the snap and uh, Tony Danza grabs it and scores the game-winning touchdown. So even the creators of the garbage-picking field goal-kicking Philadelphia phenomena agree that a kick is too boring of a way to end a – it's just not interesting enough. It has to be a touchdown. You can't just make it a good kick. That's nothing. Mm, I mean, I would. I disagree because I would watch a game that's just kicks. That's just kicking back and just field goal after just a shootout. Soccer. Yeah. Ah, Wait, what now? But the ball would be super silly. Like they wouldn't. That's what I love about the American. Put a little water in it. The European football is like spherical in a way that is sort of like geometrically pleasing to some. But I love the way that when American football hit the ground, it's like good luck, fuckers. What are you? But I want I want more weird balls in sport, and by which I but when I say that I don't really want it that bad. I really feel like in order for sport to move me these days, you need to score twenty nine big big runs yeah. in in a single game because that fuck yeah. Now we're playing some like broken, you know, MLB two K on the dream transformed shit. into blaze balls. Uh, yes, yes <laughs> essentially. If I might, here's here's what I think would really, uh, if I might fix football Let's in 2020 yeah. to get more people watching, cosmic football. Huh. A lot more like, a, you know, after hours bowling alley where oh, everything's cool. like, you know, black light and like neon and like maybe you play some like especially funky music, PG-13 music, yeah. if you will, Cupid Shuffle. Where you're not sure where the sexual part is, but it sounds pretty good. It sounds good, and tra- that's great, Trap. Say, is part of your plan also maybe make the field a little bit shorter? Maybe get rid of some of the say, penalties, and then maybe have a sort of strict opinion about political demonstrations on the field. Wait a there, minute, Vince McMahon, or in it? Wait, in XFL, 
is there like the ball is blacklight? Yeah, yeah, it is. Ah, no, uh, no. Well, it's so you can make sure everybody did wash their hands. The oh, safety. Okay. It's for safety. Oh, but you like all the uniforms are black, right? But, but you put some like neon reflective tape on to make them look like stick men running around. Oh, or skeletons. Oh, oh shit. yeah, for the Halloween season. You can dress up. You can do your own costume. Yes. That's cool. That would be like when we played mascot football. When when I was I played mascot football at a River City Locomotives indoor arena football game, and I was Calabunga, the cow for WTCR, and I went out there on that beautiful field, and it was my it was my crowning achievement because I did run in a beautiful touchdown, but I only accomplished it because Louis the Lightning Bug sacked the fucking shit out of Shoney Bear and sent her poor head flying ten yards down the field. It was Griffin, I've been in that cow costume. Visibility is low. It is limited. It was an incredible catch. It was a it was it'll be the end of my movie. Nothing I've done after that is going to be better, but it's also going to be the start of Louis the Lightning Bug's movie because he really made Shoney Bear eat fucking mud. <laughs> There's a scout who's like, give me that Lightning Bug. He tackles good, but then he can only tackle in the Lightning Bug costume. You gotta play it safe around me. <laughs> um, Is Louis should... the Lightning Bug a, a universal reference or a local reference? We'll find out, won't we? Should we okay. do a question? I'd love that. Thank you so much. Um, sorry, I'm really excited about all the good Munch Squad I have this this episode. I feel like I've uh, been seeing a lot of Munch Squad in the ether. I feel like people are yeah, getting it all just been saved up in the pipe. There's yeah, I don't know. Clog. It's so. It, I almost don't want to. Oh wait, oh wait. No, hey, no, you Justin, can't. Give me, you can't do that. You can, let's yeah, let's you can't let's Munch let's just rip it, baby. Give me a question. I'll do, I'll do a couple throughout the show. Okay, okay, can we do yes. that? Can we just do a couple throughout the show? Okay. Da 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 da. da. Munch. Okay, much squad. Uh, it's a podcast within a podcast, profiling the latest and greatest of brand eating. There's just so much going on yeah. that yeah. I, I need to talk about. You guys hear about the Candyman? What? Duh. Don't say it again. Candyman oh. is the uh, is David Klein. He is the creator of the Jelly Belly. Okay. Oh, I heard about this. So he not Jelly Bellies themselves, but. The creator of the Jelly Belly, who kind of struck out on his own after, I assume, selling the brand for a lot of a lot of money. Uh, the Candyman is. Ah, uh, you doing... said it three times. Okay, Fuck. I I knew you were just. I wanted to get it out of the way. Um. Uh. So I'm I'm I beat you to it. Uh. So he is doing a Willy Wonka style Jelly Belly, a uh, Willy Wonka style treasure hunt where he is going to give away a candy factory mm -hmm. if you find the golden tickets that he has hidden uh, around. Okay. He couldn't even, like, take it and turn it and twist it. He just said, like, like he watched, like, Willy Wonka with his kids and said, ah, fuck it. And he's just going to, like, copy and paste Willy Wonka's whole deal. No. No, Travis, he's not. He's going to mix it up. Uh, quite a bit. <laughs> there is a gold ticket hidden in one in each state, as I understand it. Yeah. I will now tell you the particulars of this contest. And this is, I'm reading directly from the uh, thegoldticket.com, how to play. Each treasure hunt game will have a game location and a start date and cost $49.98 to play. Oh. <laughs> and then it says, this is the cost for the riddle. <laughs> this is I the don't cost know. for the riddle? This is the, it says in parentheticals, this is the cost for the riddle. The registered person who purchased the game will be signed up in a private forum. You must have a Facebook account. 
The day and time your treasure hunt starts, you will receive the riddle in your group. You will be looking for a gold ticket in the form of a necklace with a tag that includes a code you need to verify your find. Winners will receive $5,000. Gold ticket codes must be submitted to... This is email address. Uh, all treasure hunt players will be eligible to join in on the ultimate treasure hunt uh-huh. where I give away one of my candy factories. Okay, but... Okay, in real life, though, getting that candy factory means now you have employees to worry about and, like, payroll taxes and, like, fucking workman's comp and OSHA and shit. It's not like, yes, let's float upon this river of chocolate. Oh, yes, I love that. Everything's eatable. I think OSHA gives a little bit of just a a, a, it, it, it gives a bit of clearance to candy factories. If Willy Wonka's uh, film is to be believed, I think OSHA's like they're they're doing something wonderful and whimsical over there. Let's just let's just let them do what they need to do to make these jelly beans. Uh, yeah, I mean, assu- assuming. Sorry, I got a little bit distracted because I was absolutely paying the fifty dollars I oh, need to man. get in on this incredible treasure hunt. West See, Virginia, guys, you could- don't get it twisted. Fifty dollars is the is the cost for the riddle. <laughs> okay, so, uh, um, so I'm I'm pretty excited. You about could this. take What's this for West Virginia. You? I the, yeah, the, the population. That's what I feel like. I feel like I've got a pretty good shot here. What's stopping you from paying the fifty dollars, getting the riddle, and then just blasting that out to our millions and millions and millions of listeners? Um. Oh, that's a good idea. Cause that's a cause. I paid the cost for the riddle. Right. That that that's not the no prize to enter or like you know what I, I mean. I, like anyone can enter, <laughs> but if you want the riddle, you pay forty nine dollars. I'm assuming that you have to pay the forty nine ninety eight to get the riddle. But I'm not going to give the way, a riddle away for free. I wouldn't do the candy man like that. He and I are going to be working in very close concert <laughs> <laughs> when I start doing the the candy factory. The way I want to do yeah. it, if you know what, what I mean. What kind of big changes do you got planned, Justin, for the uh, for the Jelly Belly brand? It's okay. I can't stress this enough. This is in no way connected to the Jelly Belly brand. Candyman is a different guy. He's and he sold created, Jelly Belly. He sold Jelly Bellies. Jelly Belly has no. There's going to be people walking up to a factory like, "I'll take this one." Like, no, we're not doing. That's not the so thing. So, what does we're he not, produce in his mini factories? Do you want me to list the products of CandymanKitchens.com? There's Crime Scene Candy okay. and Blood and Clot. Okay. Ew, God. That's one. That's one that you can get. You know what? Blood Just clot leave candy. it there, J-Man, because now I want to win so I can <laughs> shut it down. Shut it all down. Make this stuff ethically. Do it different. I believe um, in there- farm-to-table blood clot candy. Here's a quote. Uh, uh, the world needs this right now. Fuck. Okay. We have received thousands of comments from people who say this has come at such a perfect time. <laughs> I, I thought just... he was going to say, we've received thousands of comments of like, please give me a candy factory. I need this. I was just thinking about how if somebody did a Willy Wonka, it would really start fixing shit. Yeah, that would fix it all. Um, so I'm so excited about that. I will keep you guys abreast of my progress. Okay. This will be uh, the greatest Riddle Me Piss of our generation. And right? maybe the last one. So the stakes Riddle are very beans. high. Yeah. If I win, you can do it on me piss anymore. And if you win, okay. I assume you're retiring from my brother, my brother. And me. Oh, the show's done. The show's done. Oh, the show's over, yeah. I have a candy factory. Like, it'll be Justin's candy factory, but I'm assuming you will let us sort of, you know, join the board at least. And we can Oh, yeah, of... yeah. You'll be on the board okay. for sure. Okay. I need to get my wisdom teeth out soon, and I'm looking to sell them to an artist. I'm really tight on money right now, and as an artist, I love supporting other artists. The issue is, I don't know how to find any artists looking for teeth. I looked everywhere and no one is buying. How much should I sell them for? 
How can I sell my teeth so I can eat through a straw for a while? That's from Strap for Cash in St. Paul, Minnesota. Um, or Minneapolis? Mini- Minnesota. Minneapolis is the city in the it's so confusing. There's so much going on in this question. I don't get out of the house anymore. I've been to this place, yeah. and it's but a faint memory. Um, There's so much going on. My favorite thing about this question, what makes me love this question, is that you question asker were like, and so I'm going to sell them to an artist. Don't get it twisted. No artists are buying them, so this is a wholly <laughs> created yeah. scenario. I'm going to search Craigslist for teeth. Okay. There's okay, 287 results. Okay. For teeth. Um, here's a. I'm going to check eBay for human teeth. Yeah, I should have. I don't want to just make something up. I should have been more specific. Well, here's. Okay, I, kinda, I got a lot of. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's all explain sort of the what price we found. isn't. Okay. Have you, have you found prices? Travis, you have, you're not looking at prices. No, right? I'm not. Okay. Let's say 20 teeth. Okay. What would you, what do you think the going set is on that? 20 teeth? teeth? 20, you are these buy, adult teeth or baby teeth? These are a lot. I'm looking at the very first result. <laughs> how many in. <laughs> how, shut up. Shut uh, okay. up. Shut up. It does specify pre owned. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. Good. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Glad that mystery's cleared up. Okay. Okay. Lot of human teeth. The very first result, lot of human teeth. And this is the new haunted doll watch. I'm just gonna talk about okay, lot of human teeth, 20 teeth. What are you gonna pay for these teeth? What do you think the I'm gonna say two hundred. Two hundred for bid the is, lot. Current bid is fifty dollars. Okay. There is, now that's not a buy it now. There is a buy it now. I have eight fucking grotesque teeth um, that I'm looking at that you could buy for thirty five bucks. Mm. Uh, they are vulgar and they make me want to throw up. Now there's a really this says nice set of human teeth. Oh, okay. For, for crafts. Uh huh. <laughs> Hand selected, twenty-seven count, intact crowns with some signs of minor decay and incomplete root formation to perfect, perfect teeth. And uh, now this is twenty-seven perfect teeth. What are you gonna give me? For 27, for twenty-seven perfect, perfect teeth. There's a buy it now. Uh, I'm gonna say okay. I was way off last time. Yep. I'm gonna say a hundred dollars. Wow, $125. Okay. So that's where we're at price-wise. So, uh, okay, the- and also, backdoor, welcome to my new pitch for a spinoff of Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> I brought in my teeth. Oh, these are excellent. These are, uh, this is, uh, yeah, this is, oh, this is colonial style. I love this. If we're doing four wisdom teeth, then at most, if we're using this, you're going to be able to sell them for 18 and a half bucks. Which ain't, yeah, no- here's which the- ain't nothing, but it's also... I don't know, not a lot to pay rent or whatever. You got to look at the market, right? Because you got to think baby teeth are probably way down there, right? A lot of baby teeth floating around. Everybody's got them. You know, like you had them at some point, you lost them at some point. It is guaranteed that there will always be more and more baby teeth on the market. Then right after that has to be wisdom teeth, right? Like, yeah. Wisdom teeth is a thing that comes in and almost everybody gets it removed. You gotta think top dollar is going for like front Grown adult teeth. folks teeth. Yeah. Yeah. The, like the, those and, front and this, four. This reframes the, the the popular holiday song, All I Want for Christmas is my two front teeth. And it's like, don't be so fucking like, I want a Nintendo 64 for Christmas. Like, we don't always get the things that we want. That would be like $500 for two front, the, the best teeth are your yep. two front teeth. 
Maybe incisors. I might give you incisors because incisors, you only got four of them. Yeah. And they do a lot of the ripping and tearing work, right? Yeah. Molars, that's all grinding, right? A lot of those that are in the back, you don't even see them as much. Yeah. Incisors, though, I feel like maybe those are the money teeth. Yeah. Um, it's hard okay. to say. I've decided, I've just made a, a decision. Okay. I'm going to set up, okay, yes, this will be good. I'm going to set up a program. Oh, boy. I, Justin McElroy, will buy the teeth for a, for $100. Question asker, please give me your Venmo this information. I'll Venmo you the teeth for $100. This is an enormous breach of $100. Power Wait, Dynamics. I feel like- No, listen. Yeah, there's it's a It's not a breach of Power coming. Dynamics. Hold on. There's a, there's, there's, a, there's a part two, okay? If you are an artist- Please email us with the subject line, I will use the teeth, and then tell us in as much detail as possible your plans for the teeth. Oh, boy. We will then uh, read some of these on the program and choose the best use of the teeth that we will then legally own and arrange shipping from the the tooth holder to the artist. Now, I, I want to stress something. Me and Travis have nothing to do with this. Yes. One, legally, Griffin and I are not a part of this. Two, uh, anyone listening to this who's like, I'd sell my teeth, this is a one-time thing. It's a one-time deal. We're not going to set this show up as a black market tooth exchange. Just this one time. And if listen, if you are not, A, a legitimate artist, who, B, does not have a legitimate use for these because you know we're gonna fall we'll be all over you for, for with pictures descriptions by, by the moment use of the teeth i want to i want to i'm gonna need all the details so do not try to wade into this like you're just gonna pick up teeth craft i yeah. need a real artist who has a real great idea hey are we <laughs> for these teeth are we sure that this is entirely legal it doesn't I'm feel not. so much legal because we're, we're paying am, a human being for part of their body, and then we're incorrect. giving, yeah, no, correct. I'm sending $100 to a friend who will then be so inspired by my generosity that they're going to mail their teeth to a stranger. Oh, That's okay. all that's okay, happening so here. at no point are you going to at touch no these point, teeth. Well, I, I can't stress this <laughs> enough. Yeah. I at no point want to see or possess these <laughs> yeah. teeth. Until they are art. The deal is Until off. they're art. Until their art, and then I double don't want them. Yeah, uh, then you need to donate that shit to a museum. Then it belongs to a museum of a um, yucky museum. So I don't want the teeth. I don't want to see the teeth until the art is, and then I still don't want not them. in person for sure. No, but this is a tooth patronage. Please uh, follow up. Just reply to your first email with your payment information. I will buy the teeth on consignment. No, nope, nope. you will send them a gift. Of I will send you a stipend. With the understanding that you will then send the teeth to a deserving artist who would just love, love those chunky <laughs> it, And I swear to God, if somebody's like, oh, I'm going to glue them to Mona Lisa, that's fucking no. funny. <laughs> that it would look funny. funny. Stop it. That would be Don't waste great. our time. You're keeping real artists who really need real teeth real bad. Yeah from our our awareness so please don't don't do that um, here's, um can i and, and, get and, that hey. email address by the way it's mbmbam at maximumfund.org and just make sure the subject line uh, is i will use the teeth in all caps and hey let's not make it weird okay everybody 
Let's keep it pretty chill. Let's and those, keep it like cool and nice. Nothing okay? weird with these teeth. Uh, what? What if it turns out there's a huge tooth demand though? I will. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like, a huge tooth. Like you get the teeth in, and it's like, oh, there's whoa, one. What the one fuck? Huge, this was a deep root. Um, can I do a Yahoo that was sent in by Johannes? Yes. yes. Okay. Thank you, Johannes. It's from Yahoo, an anonymous Yahoo Answers user, uh, who I'm, I, I'm gonna call Doctor Teeth, who asks. This question's so powerful. Which actors would have played Frasier mm. if Frasier could regenerate like the Doctor on Doctor Who? Yes. Yes. Doctor, yes. the Frasier is at an opera, chandelier, snap, falls from the ceiling, smashes him. Yeah. Smashes him. The dead. only way to kill Frasier. The only way that Frasier can be killed. Um... And then he, everybody's like, oh, no, Frostier, he's dead. But then he starts to glow. Kelsey Grammer turns into... John Lithgow. I was also thinking John Lithgow. Boom. Amazing. Amazing. John Lithgow, a second chandelier, whoop, snap, right on Johnny Boy. He t- starts to fucking glow again. This time... He turns into Justin. He turns into Justin. What? No, it doesn't turn. It, um, he. I have to name an actor now. Yeah. You weren't already thinking of one? Come on, play the fucking game. Get your head in the game, boy. This is a game, boy. Daniel Radcliffe. No. Oh, no, Travis. You can't. No. We only yes on this show. Okay. I missed the I missed the question, I and mean, you guys sound insane to me right now. Wait, ri- <laughs> you, said, you missed the you question. Said, you guys sound so wild. I just missed the question. Okay, Travis. Travis, 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 Travis shh, shh. Don't tell him the question. Just I want more answers to the question. <laughs> okay. J- Daniel uh, Daniel Radcliffe is crushed by. Uh, what have you heard so far, Justin? I heard John Lithgow and something about a chandelier. Okay, so okay. Get, perfect. Okay. Do you know everything you need to know? Daniel Radcliffe is tragically <laughs> smooshed by a third, even bigger chandelier. His body starts to glow and he transforms into... <laughs> Larry Bird? Oh. An interesting Bold. choice that I don't Bold. hate. Now, that, <laughs> that might that seem a like choice? a stunt choice. Now, it, it, but it Larry Bird, I will say this, probably knows a lot about wine. I yeah, don't fam. hate it, Juice. Wait, how does wine I figure in? I don't it? hate it, Juice. <laughs> how does wine figure You're in? You're never going to believe this. The you, first, the first who chandelier. Would you with Larry Bird. No, because there's not there's not two doctors on Doctor Who. No, but the, the okay. doctor gets okay, new Larry companions. Okay, so there's Doctor Who and there's wine is involved. Okay. Okay. The first doctor chandelier. Doctor Who gets new companions, though. That's true. The first chandelier. It's got to be Jordan, by the way. I'd love to see the two. Oh, yeah, okay. I could. I could hang with that. The first now, chandelier zips back up to the ceiling and then falls on Larry Bird, tragically killing him, but his body starts to glow and then he transforms into who next, Justin? Well, can I give you another point of data, Justin, what I was going to say and maybe see if this will inform my next choice? Yeah. Richard Dreyfus was what okay. I was going to say next. Richard Dreyfus is a very, I will say this, Travis, a very dry choice. It's and I'm going to squish choice. him. I'm going to yeah, squish him basically immediately. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Richard Dreyfus glows and transforms into who next, Justin? In this, in this, in uh, this classic... Role. Um, that is not Doctor Who. Aaliyah Shawkat. Huh. Holy shit. I'd watch the fuck out yeah, of that. Yeah, I mean, I'd watch the fuck out of that. 
would okay let me see if i can phrase this in a question that won't give it entirely away is that will would there be any uh dramatic changes to the personality of this classic character as played by alia shawkat are we just going straight down the middle shorter yeah i mean yeah um or Urbane, probably more urbane. urbane. More urbane, <laughs> not possible. <laughs> okay, um, erudite. More erudite. More erudite. Holy shit! Wow, fucking. Wait, let me make sure that word means. It's gonna be off the charts. Oh man, I was trying to Google the definition for erudite, and I googled <laughs> a definition for erudite, which is so embarrassing on like three different yeah. levels at the same time. Erudite. Um, so, it, I mean, it, it, we, Justin, well, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, we are talking about Frasier, and I think Aaliyah Shawkat as Frasier is one of the boldest yeah. sort of choices you've... <laughs> okay, <laughs> I put it right up there with Larry Bird, though, who God, I think I right there, Larry Bird was announced, and I think a big part of the audience was like, no thank you, stunt casting, but, like, it wasn't stunt casting, he auditioned, he said, don't give it to me just on my name, give it to me based on merit. He auditioned, nailed it. Even Kelsey Grammer was like, that's more, like, he's more Frasier than, he's Frasiest. And so they gave it to Larry Bird, and Larry Bird did great. He ran for nine seasons. I think that most television sitcom producers are cowards. Yeah. Because, let me hit you with this. Season three finale of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. They fucking, uh, Aunt Viv... Yep, is like walking down the stairs and then like trips and goes over and falls horribly and is just dunsies. And Fresh Prince is like, oh no! But then she transforms into a different actress. And that's the way that they fucking write that out. That's how they write that off. You don't just do a switch. Fucking Two and a Half Men, you just, well, I guess they did do a sort of in fiction thing with Two and a Half Men, but, but, but you know, not the same. He didn't just regenerate into a different character. That's fair. Because here's the thing, Doctor Who, that was bullshit they made up to recast the part, right? Like, yeah. It's not like, well, that it's just true about Time Lords. No, they fucking made that up. Anyone could make that up. Anyone can do it. Do you guys want to hear the fucking best? I actually have the best casting for Frasier and Dodds. Okay. Okay. If, and this is what would happen if it was getting rebooted today. I'm going to get Johnny Galecki and Jim Parsons as Frasier and Dodds. I love it. They're back. <laughs> They're back together again. Okay. The big bangs are are banging once more. And get Kaylee for for Daphne. Now, Justin, it just kind of feels like what you're doing is recap. You're both you're just rebooting Frasier, but do- also Big Bang Theory. This <laughs> <laughs> is sort of your back door. My Ambialic is Ross. My Ambialic is Ross. Easy. Easy. Okay, you're just kind of Easy. slamming Big Bang Theory and Frasier together and <laughs> seeing what noise it makes. I'm just hearing the wet slap of Frasier and Big Bang Theory just kind of running into each other in your Who large plays hat. Martin, Justin? Will Wheaton. Okay. Dang. And who plays the dog? John Ross Bowie. Thomas Valley is back with um, Christine. Christine Baranski was on Big Bang Theory. Okay, perfect. You guys, know I think a she lot was probably also Big... on Frasier. You guys know a lot about Big Bang Theory. Thank you, girl. <laughs> God, <it's> so... <laughs> you hope, yeah, you know, you hope somebody's going to notice. Uh, let's take. A oh quick wait, break. hold on, Justin. Yeah. Parsons Galecki. Which was which? Uh-oh. Which one's Frasier? Which one's Niles? 
True West. <gasps> Fuck. True yes. West, baby. He's true Westing it. True Westing it, baby. Every episode's a True West. <laughs> and so they swap episode to episode, not halfway through each episode? Interesting. No, every commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> That's the That's best option. There's very distinct glasses. That's great. Maybe they have hats so always, that they always wear. Um, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be right back with more great content. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Smooth. Do you guys remember when Kelsey Grammer fell off that stage? <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> I think about it every day. Every single day. Griffin? Yay. Bring me some food. Nope. You're too far away from me. No, I'll tell you what food I want. Okay. And I'll give you money for it. Right. But you have to bring it to me. No, you, you're several thousand miles away. That's su- What am I supposed to do? Starve. Damn it. Or use okay. DoorDash. You can do DoorDash. Oh. Yeah, that's well, the other What option. is this DoorDash you mentioned? Oh, it's the app that brings food to, that you're craving right now to your door it's it's weird that you're asking me all this because it is in the copy points and so oh, i think like wait, if this you're is reading a, from something if this is like a need that you need filled the, there's literal text information in front of you it's really easy to use it just open the doordash app and you choose what you want to eat and then your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting and then they have well, all your good. favorite local restaurants that are open for delivery and you just I haven't them. gotten any new food into my house since March of 2020. Oh no, that's not good. Uh, you should you should well you should be getting more food, but also DoorDash is a really great way to do it. And right now our listeners can get five dollars off their first order of fifteen dollars or more, and zero delivery fees for their first month when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code Brother. That's five dollars off your first order and zero delivery fees for a month when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code Brother. Don't forget one last time. That's Brother for five dollars off your first order with DoorDash. Hey Justin, what's up? I want you to make me a website. I don't know how to make a website. Well, I'll tell you how to make it, and then if anything breaks on it, you'll be there to help me fix it twenty four seven. How's how's that sound? That's a that's a huge amount of pressure, Travis. I don't I don't think I can. Well, I need you to use some beautiful templates, uh, and I I need help showcasing my work and selling products and services of all kinds. Uh, and I assume you offer analytics that help me grow in real time. I I can barely do the website. What you fucking want good are you then? I'm just gonna use Squarespace. You can get okay. it. Hey, you can both get out of here from now on. I got two brothers: DoorDash and Squarespace. <laughs> okay, that's it. Those are the only brothers I answer to, and I look forward to spending Christmas with them. All right. Okay. Wow. This is so. This is so combative. Hey, Squarespace. This can't be what they I love wanted. you. We're blood now. Thank you for helping me promote my physical online business. Thank you for having everything optimized for mobile right out of the box. Thank you for free and secure hosting and nothing to patch or upgrade ever. You've always been there for me, unlike my two lazy brothers who will neither bring me food nor build me a website. So everyone else, leave your friends and family behind and join the family, Squarespace, with open arms. Go to squarespace.com slash mybrother. For a free trial, when you're ready to launch, use the offer code MYBROTHER to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace, all the family you'll ever need. It says that. It It says only us, no one else, or else we'll know, and it's over. 
It it's says, weird. turn over all your physical belongings to Squarespace. We're all the family you'll ever need. Wild. That yeah. it says that. It does. I don't think that's good. I mean, listen, from my experience so far, it's all the family I need. Okay. Hi, my name is Graham Clark, and I'm one half of the podcast Stop Podcasting Yourself, a show that we've recorded for many, many years. And uh, at the moment, instead of being in person, we're recording remotely, and uh, you wouldn't even notice. You don't even notice the lag. That's right, Graham. And uh, the great thing about this... Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay. Okay, go ahead. And you can listen to us uh, every week on MaximumFun.org. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Your podcasts. Um, Can I do another Yahoo that was sent in by a lot of people? Give me that big, dirty, stinky Yahoo. Jesus. This one was sent in by is sent in by several people. Like I said, it's an anonymous Yahoo Answers user uh, who I'm going to call um, Tammy asks: mm-hmm. Is it impolite not to open the window when a crow who used to be my friend knocks on it? Wait, I used to be friends with a crow in my street. He comes to my window for snacks and has sometimes brought me cool rocks. But last week Ooh. he saw me walk my dog and hacked at him. My dog was so scared. I'm extremely mad at the crow now and can't even look at him. He doesn't get snacks anymore, but now he started to knock on my window. I feel so impolite not opening, but I am still angry. Should I maybe wait until he is sorry or apologizes in some way? Well, that's neither of those are going to happen. Yeah, the, I, I will tell you, Griffin, um, for a second there, I thought what the question asker meant was, this is my friend. He died and is now a crow. Oh, interesting. Mm. Yeah, and, and he keeps knocking on my window. Uh, let me tell you this, uh, Tammy. Your mistake here was you forgot that at the end of the day, no matter how many shiny stones or uh, snacks you exchange with this crow, it's still a crow. And crows is going to hack at dogs. Yeah. Right? This is, this is kind of like the frog and the scorpion. Where the frog, where the scorpion's like, "Hey, give me a ride," and then the frog's like, "No way, dude, you're a scorpion." And he's like, "Nah, it's cool. If I kill you, I'll die too." And then he does kill him, and he dies too. And he's like, "You forgot I was a scorpion." Wow. Uh, except this is like the Tammy and the crow, where Tammy was like, "Hey, be my buddy," and the crow's like, "You absolutely got it." Also, I'm gonna peck your fingers, and you're like, "Oh, crow!" And it's <laughs> like, "Yeah, I'm a fucking crow, dude. I don't know, I don't know what to tell you. Here's a shiny pebble or whatever the fuck." Did you yeah. read? This, there's an internet story, one of those like, it, nature is beautiful, where it was like this crow that like befriended a family or something, and then uh, one day the family like dropped their camera lens cap off of like a thing, and they're like, oh no, and then like the next day the crow had brought it back to them. And all man, that's fucking like, great, man. Wow, man that's, that's beautiful. Tell me, tell me another one, Papa. That crow was, that <laughs> tell crow me another was really one, there Papa. for them. Hey, Papa, will you tell me one about the war? Well, one time I was down in a foxhole, really yeah. missing my sweetie. And when I woke up the next morning, a crow had flown my girlfriend over <laughs> to Germany. Same yeah. crow? Yeah, and we made love while the crow watched. That was the deal. Whoa. That was, the, that was kind of the one stipulation. So it's like War Crow, the 2011 yeah. movie. Did you and guys then, ever see and War Crow? my girlfriend Cro- got pregnant, uh, and we named the baby the crow. 
Did you guys ever see War Crow by Steven Spielberg? The movie where that <laughs> that wartime couple made fun, made love in front of a crow. It had an extended forty nine minute long foxhole based sex scene while uh, <laughs> it was actually a grackle uh, that they cast uh, stunt grackle. Uh, uh, just watched the whole thing and is I guess inspired a generation. Yep, I've seen some crows up around my place lately. I was driving home a couple weeks ago and there was like twenty crows lined on the road blocking my. Uh, return my home. Mm, you know what that means? That was extreme. Yeah, do yeah. it. Huh? Gonna be a long, cold summer. Long, cold summer. But the thing I want to say about crows is when you see a crow in real life, they look, it doesn't look like they should be that big. They're extremely big. Yeah. And when you see a crow, it's kind of like, whoa, are you sure? Yeah, like but- I, I, the first time I saw a crow was in War Crow and like I wasn't expecting them to have like four legs and like big meaty haunches and a yeah. very long head well, and um, is war crow especially big or is it just he's got a lot of heart he's got a lot well, of it's heart both it's both he's very large and he cares a great deal and it, well his no his physical heart is far too big and that's yeah, why he died he died he dies in it, mm-hmm. the movie but then they make the, they make an apartment out of his heart like at the end of james and the giant peach I haven't seen Warhorse. Oh, no, what's this? That's a sequel. Oh, okay. It's a sequel. I haven't seen Warhorse, but I assume from the title that's it means it's the first and only horse used in yeah. war. And that must have been very disconcerting for everybody on the battlefield the first time that a horse <laughs> entered. the fuck out of here. Wait, what do we do with this? Bring, do we throw it? What are you supposed to do with that? I'm afraid I'm going to, I'm trying to shoot humans. I'm going to hit a beautiful horse. <laughs> now, to be fair, this is terrible. if I was on the other side, right, if I was the enemy and suddenly I just saw a horse walking towards me, mm-hmm. I would lower my gun and be like, hey now, what's You're up? Fresh. But then that You're horse pulls friend. out a gun, oh, shoots me. Oh, dang it. I'm like, oh, shit. I feel like using a war horse is an abuse of the beautiful relationship between a human and a horse. Oh, sure. Right? They trust you implicitly. Your souls are intertwined. You shouldn't be leading them in battle against other humans, because they will, but they're going to be up that night like, what's Unless. Unless. It's reciprocated. If there's a war between horses, the oh, horse gets to bring it. The sequel to War Horse is Horse War. <laughs> yes. Horse War is the sequel. And the horse is like, I will take you to kill these yeah. men. But you must promise me <laughs> Here's the deal. that when, then when my when my people go to war, you will be there. I will be riding your back at that time. I will ride you into battle, Jeff. Sure, sure. This is my steed, Jeff. Whatever, whatever you say, Buttermaiden, you got it. All right. <laughs> Jeff, it's a buttermaid. Um, the time has come. The what? time has come. Hog. <laughs> really? Holy shit. Yeah, dude. The fracture between the Kalgrani and the Bilatouche has gone too far. <laughs> there will be no peace. You-, you, Jeff, saddle up, Jeff. Do you have the long stick of far death? My gun? Yeah, we still- Yes. Yeah, I still have that. Bring it. I've seen what it does. I bet it will be effective on horse flesh. Now put on Enlist the saddle, Jeff. No, not on foals. me. <laughs> um, no, we've covered that. Jeff, that Butterman will be riding Obviously. Jeff. That's established yeah. canon at this point. Don't make horses go to war. I want a munch. I want to munch. Welcome to Munch Squad's podcast with the podcast profiling the latest and greatest brand eating. 
Uh, we have already talked about the Jelly Belly treasure hunt that has nothing to do with Jelly Belly. And now it's time for a celebrate good times. Come on. Oh, sorry, a what? It's a celebration. Okay, wait, can planners. I guess? He just yeah. chose Crab Shack? No, sir. Planners what? unveils a collaboration to celebrate baby nuts. <laughs> oh. So that's what they went be... with, baby nut. Yeah, bud. So Mr. Mr. Peanut didn't die as he was supposed to, but at the same time, Mr. Peanut f- apparently has had a child this whole time named Baby Nut. Mm. But Baby Nut turned twenty-one and is now Peanut Junior. Wait, are you with me so far? Absolutely no. not. Okay, perfect. Is this like Planners one of those timelines to- things where like one comic book series is about Wolverine, but one is about like Logan before he became a Wolverine, and one is about like Weapon X, or are these all happening? It's all happening at the same time. Mr. Peanut had a son. The son was named Baby Nut. The son turned 21 and became Peanut. He's Chana. got Jack disease. No, he's 21 years old. So wait. Mr. Peanut had this son 21 years ago, and this is just the yes. first time we're hearing about him. Was he born out? Have of- you been paying that close of attention to Mr. Peanut? No. Like in every ad, if he's like, and also I have a son. Anyway, he Peanut. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> I, 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 I will say that this actually makes sense. That one time I was watching, he was like, we got all kinds of nuts, and that makes sense. And then he opens a letter and he reads it and he kind of crumbles it up, and he's like, I'm not ready to accept this responsibility. Mm-hmm. And now I understand what that was in reference to. If this Munch Squad were a loading screen, it would be at 3% progress. <laughs> I must move on. Mr. Peanut has a son. His name was Baby Nut. He turned 21 and became Peanut Jr. Fair. Yes. Okay, yeah. To celebrate this, um, Planners today unveiled a limited edition run of beer-flavored peanuts co-branded with natural light as part of a marketing stunt surrounding the rapidly aging Spokesnut. Planners and natural light beer Flavored peanuts. Hey, oh, um, hey, press release. You can't just throw in a term like rapidly aging and not make me <laughs> yeah. think of like a Star Trek episode or a Doctor Who episode. Like, listen, he'll be dead within the week. Let him have this. Um, so the natural, I don't want to be classist, but natural light isn't the best tasting liquid. There's other <laughs> liquids that I think ta- are superior. And taste. In fact, other liquids in the beer family. In fact, other liquids in the cost-effective, low-cost yes, beer family that t- taste maybe even just a little bit better than Old Natty Light. Um, so a strange, Let a str- strange bedfellows. Uh, perhaps a uh, Miller High Life. It is the champagne of beers. I would take that. Uh, or perhaps a PBR, well-known hipster brand. Yeah. Um, Justin, what else? I'm trying to piece this all together, but planners. So baby nut. <laughs> so, okay. All right. I'm trying to piece this together. Justin, you've got a lot of string tied up on this board here with a lot of pictures going between it. Please explain. Right. Okay. So remember when Mr. Peanut died? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the worst, worst day of my fucking life. So at that time, baby nut is what morphed from the corpse of Mr. Peanut, uh, as uh-huh. I understand it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, totally. I didn't like want to correct death you. of Superman, then there was Superboy, and the last Krypton, right. and uh, I believe Steel was in there as well, and yeah. 
Of course. So he was baby nut is what formed from the husk like a of phoenix. Mr. Peanut. Uh, sorry? Like a phoenix. Uh, okay, sure. Um, that's fine. Um, but he formed from the husk of uh, Mr. Peanut, and then he is transmogrifying now into Peanut Jr. Does that make sense? Huh. You can keep saying it. This is, I think, about the fifth time. That you've tried to walk us through the timeline of Baby Nut. So here's the ad. Give me 20 seconds. Just listen to this. Don't say anything. ID. Yes, sir. Wait. So you're telling me you fell off a cliff, came back to life as a baby, and now you're 21? Yeah. Yeah, it's been a weird year. So, uh, Mr. Okay. Peanut Jr., it's, he's now 21, and because of that, they're making beer nuts that are flavored like the... You understand? Yes. Yeah, but if and I, it's to if, celebrate people who miss their birthdays due to COVID. Oh, <laughs> that's what this says here. Super, read the exact quote. That sounds super nice. This comes after Baby Nut, who was introduced in February during Planner's controversial Super Bowl ad, morphed into Peanut Jr. earlier this month yeah. as a way to connect with consumers whose birthdays have gone by with little to no fanfare due to COVID-19 quarantine measures. That's what it says. That's fucking so friends. sweet. That's really okay. nice of them. Can I also just pull back your curtain there a little bit? Because what they are basically saying is like, we committed to this like baby peanut bit and weren't going anywhere with it. So as soon as we saw the slimmest off-ramp, we took it. Right, we took it. Now it's Peanut Jr. And can I also say, just after that ad you played it, it does kind of sound like Peanut Jr. is using a fake ID. It de- like It's very suspicious. The read yeah. on it is definitely like, uh, yeah, it's in a weird year. Can I have my beer now, please, sir? Please. At the time when he morphed, the quote was this. Peanut Jr. still has a lot to learn, like what his favorite go-to drink is, as he continues to grow up to become a peanut of the people. Jesus. And apparently, that was the quote given at that point, right? But now we know what his favorite drink is, and it's apparently Natty Light. Yeah. Is what, is what, which actually tracks. Sure. I mean, it tracks, except for the fact that he probably inherited the peanut planner's fortune. Yeah. And sh- does not need to drink oh, Natty Light. Oh, it's ironic. Maybe that's what's happening. Okay. I would have um, gone, I would have gone with a Bud Light Limerita. But that would just be my guess for for what Baby Junior Mr. Peanut is into. So now we're going to go a little bit deeper. See, Natural Light is an economy beer brand owned by Anheuser-Busch InBev, which, like Planner's owner Kraft Heinz, has ties to Brazilian investment firm 3G Capital. Wait a minute. This goes all the way to the top. It goes all the way to the top, baby. 5G isn't causing... COVID, but 3G is causing natural light flavored planner's <laughs> peanuts. <laughs> it goes all the way to the top, and you can buy these nuts. It just says here, I try to click the link, it just says uh, you can buy these nuts if you're a dirtbag, it says. So, so I guess if you're a dirtbag, you should you be able to find them. As is so often the case with Munch Squad, I, I, now I want to try it. I didn't before. Nothing goes to get, this is from Mike uh, executive creative director at Vayner Media, which has engineered a lot of evil in the past few years. Nothing goes together like beer and nuts. We are thrilled to work with Natural Light to make the union official with beer-flavored peanuts. Okay, but it's not like 
when, when Cheez-It and House Wine partnered, they didn't make wine-flavored Cheez-Its. That would be actually very good. Pretty cool. <laughs> I think I would actually really like that. I have had a peanut butter stout before. I have had what I would call nut-flavored beer. Okay. I am like not it? at all well, It's a weird weird flex, but okay. I'm just saying I'm not at all. If someone said, do you want me to soak these peanuts in beer before you eat them? That's I probably would say not. That I would assume disgusting. That the, I'd assume the nuts are not soggy and wet, Travis. And I'd <laughs> hope so. Wet. I'd hope not. But what do you picture? It's got beer dust on it. Just like a dusting like a of flavor, beer flavor of beer. Like a flavor Gross. of beer. You know how flavoring works. Probably made with beaver anus. <clears throat> Why did you Charles, say that? Why would you say that? Oh, uh, they use uh, beaver like anus, uh, uh, like juices in a lot of uh, fake flavorings. That's so That's gross. So Charles. not true. Why do, you do that? I don't. I don't do it. They you don't do, do it. it. Beaver. That is a real thing. Now, anus. everyone, listen to the sound of this. Is for your ASMR triggers. Uh, the sound of my brother googling beaver anus. I'm doing it quietly on my phone. Thank you very much. Oh, huh. Hey, cool. Yeah, I guess so. So I guess anything <laughs> I guess anything that you eat that has flavor in it. You're uh doing a little you're just eating ass. <laughs> you thought I was lying, didn't you? You I thought I was wrong. I don't know what I thought. All right. Wow, yeah, look at that. Why? Is it good? Wow. Who discovered wow. this? That's what I need to know. Who's like, mm, that's actually I wanted to eat. I said I would eat the entire beaver on a dare, okay. but I'm enjoying the ass more than I thought I would. So I just, I just, is... I just happen to have on my desk that I've been snacking on a little bit some jelly beans. Those are going right in the fucking garbage can. <laughs> is beaver anus and jelly bellies? It's in Haribo. I think I'm okay. Um, oh, jelly beans have a uh, um, shellac on them that is made from the secretions of a bug. Okay. A, a bee? A beeswax? Uh, no. If you see an ingredient uh, titled confectioner's glaze, mm. see if that's on your jelly it's beans. It's in there, yeah. They do have that. <laughs> cool. um, I mean, I'd rather eat bugs than eat out a beaver's butt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know them. You know what I mean? How come it's yeah. just beavers? How come God gave the beaver the most flavorful butt glands? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, here yeah. we are. Here we are. Here we are. Well, Living in this truth altogether. This is the worst episode that we've put out so far. Just because of the truths contained within? I mean, I think all around, I don't think there's anything redemptive about what happened before this. Like yeah, everything, but... everything we said in the episode doesn't balance out the whole. No, God, no, butt Christ, thing. no, no. I mean, we would have to give out the there's winning lotto in, ticket okay, this numbers is a or thing. something. There's a there's a food dye in nerds that's made from crushed and boiled beetles. Yeah, sure. Cool. All right, so we're all fucking nasty, nasty Timon and Pumbaa. Let's end it, the show and episode. Now, to be fair, Griffin, you have numerous times said that Timon and Pumbaa made you want to eat those bugs. Yes, yeah, well, that's now, true. but now I, you've got the opportunity, thanks to. But notes. I want to, I want to be able to give consent to Timon and Pumbaa before I eat the bugs. I don't want them tricking me. Yeah, <laughs> Not, yeah. You gotta watch try this. Too. Try this, Simba. It's beaver ass. <laughs> it's beaver ass. It's the one thing we love out here on the savanna. Beaver, beaver ass. ass. Hakuna, my ass. <laughs> Delicious.
Uh, I think I'm going to go back and deal with Scar. No. <laughs> he won't have you anymore. You've been sullied. <laughs> you better know you ate the ass. <laughs> He'll know. If you go back, we're going to tell everybody you ate the ass and loved it. What Beaver smell? ass pancakes. Beaver ass tortillas. Beaver <laughs> ass tacos. We got everything. Something smells like vanilla ice cream, which... Almost universally contains beaver ass. <laughs> it's me, Scar. I ate the beaver ass. Mufasa's like, don't eat the beaver ass. <laughs> I thought I told you. What? I Ghost Dad, about... I've missed you so much. You come back to talk to me. I told you'd never eat beaver ass. I reject you. <laughs> I can no longer recognize you as my heir. Just pop back to say, I'm disappointed. <laughs> anyway, bye. Hi, it's me, the beaver. I'm up here with my, your dad, and I can't believe you <laughs> ate my ass. I'm dead, and you ate my ass. <laughs> the king you're no, is a you're perv. No king. That's what Rafiki is wiping on him, by the way, just in yeah. case anyone was wondering. It's a mixture you're of beetles and beaver good. ass. You're nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Go out into the world. Um... <laughs> This is Scar's entire plan, is to trick Simba into eating beaver ass <laughs> and then tell everybody. Well, it looks like you've beaten me, but before I surrender, just one more thing. <laughs> just one more thing. <laughs> yes, I told all the giraffes that you ate beaver ass and also geese. They know now. And the beavers were not thrilled, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> well, some of them were, but some of them you were. know how they are. <laughs> there are some of them are extremely flexible on a moral moral spectrum. Um, thank you for listening to uh, what has presumably not been canceled, <laughs> a podcast by us, the McElroy Brothers, called My Brother, My Brother, and Me. We hope you have enjoyed your time with us uh, as we continue to soldier on through this absolutely bizarre period in our uh, planet history. Yep. Um, um, we we wrote a book about how to yes. podcast. It is like an, a guide that will actually like walk you through step by step. But we wrote it, so it's also kind of funny. I think you'll like reading it. Hey, this is I'll say it. You will like reading it. You can pre-order it at macroypodcastbook.com. Uh, what are you waiting for? Go do that. Uh, um, let's see what else. Thank you to John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song as a departure off the album, Putting the Days to Bed. You can find that uh, on the internet uh, in a bunch of different places, I bet. And thanks to Maximum Fun for having us on the network. Go to MaximumFun.org. Check out all the great shows there, shows like Stop Podcasting Yourself and uh, Heat Rocks and a whole bunch more, all at MaximumFun.org. Uh, also, uh, we got some good new merch up there at the, the MacRoyMerch.com store, including some bee pins that represent the three of us and our dad as a horrible bee monster. So make sure you check that out. Don't forget to get registered to vote and vote early. And make sure you uh, do some research on local elections because, you know, it starts local, then moves up the chain. Plus, there's a lot of uh, Senate seats uh, up for grabs. And then uh, vote for Joe Biden. Thank you for being here. We hope you're hanging in there doing okay. Don't forget artists. I will use the teeth. <laughs> teeth owner. Get at us. Uh, this final Yahoo We're was... not narcs. This isn't a sting. I no, it would be a very weird roundabout sting if it was. This one was sent in by the wizard Emma Can't. Thank you, Emma. It's Yahoo Answers user. Another anonymous one. Stop being so fucking scared and do and stand up for yourself for once. Uh, Billup Bill up asks... Does anyone really believe it's a coincidence 
that the two surviving Beatles are the circumcised ones. <laughs> I could My not is... have for money told you where that was going. My name is Justin McElroy. <laughs> I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been My Brother, My Brother, May Kiss Your Dad Square in the Woods. <laughs> MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned Audience supported